0: Life Audio.
1: Coming up on Encouragement for You, Dr. Rex Rogers talks Growing Old Biblically, and Senior Authority Don Sapal on the Needs of Seniors.
0: Welcome to the Encouragement for You podcast, brought to you by Encouragement Communications in association with the Salem Web Network and is part of the Life Audio Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. In just a moment, your host, Don Hawkins, will introduce today's episode. First, a word from our sponsors. We've all heard the phrase growing old gracefully as something to be attained, but Sat-7 president Dr. Rex Rogers suggests we consider the alternative, growing old biblically. He joins Encouragement for You host Don Hawkins to discuss the subject on the first segment of today's podcast.
1: Uh, Unfortunately, we're not getting any younger as the clock turns, right? Uh, No, youth
2: is irretrievable, as they Uh say.
1: Yes, and uh, you came up with a quote about uh, Ponce de Leon back in 1513 looking for the Fountain of Youth. Instead, he discovered Florida, and he found all kinds of senior citizens living there for some reason. (laughs)
2: There's a lot of good memes and jokes that could come out of that.
1: Oh, there certainly are, no question about it. But what do we learn from that little bit of history? What lesson can we learn?
2: Uh, well, here's Ponce de Leon working with that whatever his worldview was, uh, believing somehow he can find some magical potion, in this case a fountain of youth, which we know doesn't exist. But it's not a Christian perspective or a biblical perspective, and as you think through the fact that, you know, we do age, yes, and age and ultimately demise or death comes to everyone It's a great leveler, uh, big and small, rich and poor, but age is inevitable. Uh, it's irresistible, uh, despite what the cosmetics industry uh, <laughs> tries to do. By the way, yes. anti aging is about a $120 billion market. Yeah, huge
1: so. industry. Yes, it is.
2: <laughs> yeah. So we got to look for what the Bible might have to say about aging.
1: A lot in Scripture on this. And uh, as you and I were discussing, Rex, uh, Wood Crowell, of Back to the Bible, and I uh, wrote a couple of books on the subject, one of them, Prime of Your Life. And we discovered that Scripture has 14 passages in which the words old age appear together. Psalm 92, 13 through 15, one of my favorites. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit. Fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing, to declare that the Lord is upright, he is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. Uh, in other words, getting old doesn't mean that we stop serving the Lord, right?
2: Absolutely not. There's a lot we can say about that and a lot Scripture has to say. And a lot that Scripture says, as you pointed out, about gray hair, which is a symbol for age.
1: Yes. The fact that Scripture says a lot about getting older and the fact that every one of us is getting older is an indicator that we need to turn to the Scriptures and find out what they say. And, uh, Rex, we often hear the phrase, she is aging gracefully or he's aging gracefully. What does that mean, and do you think that's something we should aspire to?
2: Uh, Well, on one level, it's pretty innocent, but we usually mean in American culture when you say she's aging gracefully. It usually means that uh, it's referencing the physical. Hmm. That, you know, she looks pretty good. (laughs) She (laughs) she looks younger, kind of thing. (laughs)
1: She's learned how to use the cosmetics.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or he. Now, somebody, a wag somewhere said that, uh, you know, aging gracefully has more to do with gravity than grace. But at any rate, um, it happens. Yes. And it's not necessarily bad or wrong, as I said, but it is superficial. It's the outside appearance for the most part. And we can think a little more deeply about that when we get into the Word of God.
1: Yeah, and that's what we want to do. And you have outlined a number of Scripture passages that really help us understand how aging biblically is different from just the surface uh, perspective of aging gracefully. Uh, Walk us through some of those passages, maybe starting with 2 Corinthians 4, one of my favorites.
2: Well, certainly uh, when we talk about 2 Corinthians 4, it says, Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away. Paul's pretty clear. We're wasting away. Yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Hmm. So it's possible to be young at heart, as we say. It's possible to uh, have our spirit, which is the you know the, when you talk about aging gracefully. Again, you're usually looking at the physical. Uh, we want to look at the we want to look at the spirit, and we want to look at aging graciously, and see how that can affect how we approach some of the things that take place as a result of age, um, getting older. Uh, there is you, you can't do certain things you used to be able to do sometimes there's illness, sometimes there's uh, loss there's other kinds of challenges in life, so we have to learn how to experience those in a way that honors God.
1: Yeah, one of the verses that you outlined is Psalm seventy-one, eighteen. even when I am old and gray, and there's that symbol gray on the head, do not forsake me, my God, until I declare your power to the next generation, your mighty acts to all who are to come. I love how the psalmist says there's something to be done in old age, and it seems like the experiences of life, Rex, especially for those of us who are believers, really help to equip us so that we can declare God's power, uh, even when we ourselves are getting weaker. Uh, Rex, Job had something to say about uh, growing older. Uh, what, what was his observation?
2: Well, he certainly, uh, you know, his wife wanted him to curse God and die with all of yeah. his troubles, but he wouldn't do that. He trusted God and God's sovereignty throughout. And it says, not wisdom found among the aged does not long life bring understanding. And God, of course, uh, returned and blessed him greatly which He will not necessarily always do in the same way in our experiences, but God is faithful to accomplish His purposes. And that's one of the unbelievable, wonderful, beautiful doctrines of Scripture is the providence or sovereignty of God, just to be able to trust and know that he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He knows exactly what we're experiencing and why.
1: You know, and I think about David's words in Psalm 139 about the days of our lives written in God's book when as yet there was none of them. Uh, you know, God has granted for some of us uh, a three score and ten or even more and uh, not everybody gets that privilege or opportunity and some of those days are filled with toil and trouble. Uh, but I think about uh, what Job said about wisdom found among the aging and Long life brings understanding and and hopefully we uh, cash in on those lessons learned. And you know, I can think of some things that I did not learn when I was younger that hopefully I've learned by now and and uh, i'm I'm thankful for the privilege I've had of learning those lessons.
2: Some of the things that I know about aging is comes from watching my faithful Christian mother who's now ninety two. And watching her walk through that period of life, and then I've known a couple of other, three other men actually lived into their 90s, knew them well, and understood what they had to say. They were able to talk about those things at that age. Uh, Incredible experience that they can share with someone like myself who's now 71 Hmm. uh, and still learning.
1: And may the Lord help us to continue learning. Uh, There are things I'm learning uh, now in well into my 70s that um, maybe I didn't even realize I needed to learn. And that's another fact. All of us can learn more things. Certainly, we haven't learned everything about God's Word. I mean, you know, we'll spend all eternity learning about that. And so hopefully we're continuing to spend time in the Word. Now, we do hear this phrase about aging gracefully. Uh, What are some things that we can do, not only in the physical realm, but in the emotional and the spiritual realms that could help us age gracefully?
2: Well, to come to understand that it's possible to inflict attitudes and behaviors on our bodies and our minds and our souls that actually debilitate us physically or mentally or emotionally. Hmm. And this, in turn, of course, decreases our health and increases our prospects of an early death. One of those fellows I mentioned who lived into his 90s asked me once, he said, Are you taking care of yourself? Yeah. And he was talking about just physical exercise, those kind of things. And he said, You know, whatever you do for the Lord, you do it in a body. And if you burn out your body, you can't keep serving the Lord.
1: Mm, Yeah.
2: So it was an interesting observation. It wasn't just about good health. It was about good health as unto the Lord and serving, and that was from a fellow yeah. at that time was in his late 80s, so you tend to listen. Yeah.
1: That was a lesson I needed to learn back in my late 30s and early 40s of burning the candle at both ends. And uh, wound up writing two books on burnout and burned out both times. And uh, (laughs) had had to learn that lesson the hard way. Learn from adversity. Yeah, and in a scripture, you know, I think, I can't remember who said it to me, but it was somebody with more wisdom than me said, you know, you can burn out, you can rust out or you can wear out gracefully over a period of time with God's strength. And uh, I think that's a lesson. Rex, one of the dilemmas with aging these days is Alzheimer's and dementia. People are living longer, but uh, that's become increasingly a problem. My mother uh, wound up dying of dementia and suffered with it, and Dad took care of her for a while, then she was in a nursing home. But uh, that's becoming much more common today.
2: It certainly is. Uh, just my family, my father passed uh, in 2018 from dementia in his late 80s. Uh, my mother-in-law has Alzheimer's. Uh, we just know now that our older sister-in-law has Alzheimer's uh, or dementia. Sometimes they get confused or very similar. But you know, you have adversity and loss and decline as part of the human experience. God hasn't forgotten you that person's still there, even if you can't interact or relate with them. I have an elderly aunt experiencing this right now as well. But Paul said, the Apostle Paul said, we also glory in our suffering hmm, yeah. because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And elsewhere, he said, therefore, do not lose heart. Yes. So outwardly, we're wasting away, as we said before, but inwardly, we're being renewed day by day. So... Paul suffered. We, we think he had some kind of physical malady. They don't know exactly what. Right. But he had something that he dealt with throughout his entire ministry, mm-hmm. even as a younger man.
1: He called it his thorn uh, in the flesh. And uh, three exactly. times he asked the Lord to take it away. And uh, God's answer was, My grace is sufficient. My strength is made complete in weakness.
0: We'll be back with more after a brief word from our sponsors. And don't forget to listen for Dawn's live weekend talk show, Encouragement Live, heard Saturdays at 7.05 p.m. Central Time on American Family Radio and other radio stations around the country, as well as on the theworshipchannel.org.
3: What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives.
0: People understand the needs of seniors like Don Sapaw, the founder and CEO of Restoration Senior Living. In our next segment, he and host Don Hawkins talk about the distinctive needs of seniors.
1: Don, it seems to me as we start with the needs of seniors that one of the places that we need to focus in on early in the discussion is on the need for respect. Uh, because it seems like seniors don't always get a lot of respect these days.
3: Don, you know, that, that's really very true. Uh, too often we find that uh, not only family members, but their friends and uh, their church family look at seniors and they recognize they have challenges. Sometimes it's physical. Sometimes it's emotional. Uh, you know, sometimes it's memory where they begin just uh, experiencing early onset of dementia Whatever those issues are, we find too often that they are ignored, that they're almost warehoused, that they're treated as though they're some sort of a second-class citizen. Part of my goal at Trinity Care is to establish an understanding of the needs of seniors and, and how we can embrace them and respect them irregardless of their physical or emotional challenges. You know, there, there are some very simple things that we do that heighten the dignity and the honor for seniors. The, the Bible is clear throughout Scripture how we have a biblical responsibility to, to not only care for those who are older, but to respect them and to learn from them. They have so much wisdom to still give yeah. back, and, and yet too often we just sort of belittle. Uh, their memory. We belittle their uh, struggles in their life. And uh, there, are, there are a lot of things that you, we do that I think are significant. Um, you know, the small things like we uh, we remove the wheelchairs and the walkers when they have lunch hmm. or breakfast. So when you look across the dining room, you see a sea of, uh, of gray hair yeah. <laughs> and no hair, but everybody's at the same level. So you yeah. can't tell if person in one seat or another seat is ambulatory or not ambulatory so it's the it's the little things in life yeah. i think that really give respect back to those who are desperately wanting to be heard yeah. and wanting to contribute
1: and, Don, a part of that process of honoring seniors, I believe, meeting that need of honor is to make sure that they have the appropriate level of care for whatever their particular situation is, uh, not necessarily to uh, warehouse them away, as as sometimes is done, uh, but at the same time not to de- deny them a level of care if that's what they really need.
3: No, very true, Don. Uh, you know, we we know that historically... Uh, About a million people, about a million seniors in America live in a senior living environment, a million. And there are 30,000 facilities that have either independent or assisted living. Those who need assistance, the majority need assistance with bathing. Uh, Second, they need assistance with dressing, uh, toileting, transferring, eating, medication management, you know, Some of these things aren't incredibly glamorous. And and quite frankly, 68% of all those seniors that I just mentioned need help with bathing. I don't know about you, but um, if you come in and you need to bathe me or assist me with bathing, I feel that you've robbed me of some of my dignity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so what can we do to restore that dignity in the midst of providing legitimate care for those who are struggling.
1: And it seems to me part of that, Don, is finding people who are willing to give others the dignity and respect while doing those things like bathing and helping with the toilet and so forth.
3: You know what, Don? They're angels. I mean, they really, really, really are. My staff, those who love and care for seniors, they they truly are God sent. You have to have a ministry mind, a ministry heart, in order to really care for seniors sometimes they're not very lovable and they're not in the best of moods hmm. but you know what those who care for them every day they show that compassion they provide that dignity and respect and and it is as though they are doing it uh, for the lord obviously yes. you know it is truly a gift and and if god has given you that gift and you're working in an environment where you're caring for seniors, I just want to tip my hat to you and say, God bless you. I appreciate it. I can assure you the family members appreciate what you do to care for seniors.
1: Yeah, no question about that. And so many of you and a lot of you who listen to Life Perspectives are involved in senior care, and uh, we encourage you, we urge you to look at it as a ministry. I have a sister, Don, who is a geriatric nurse. And um, uh, she was actually on duty in the nursing home where my mother was, uh, and on shift, the night mother died. She was the shift supervisor, mm-hmm. and uh, I was so grateful that she was there because Becky has just a real heart for seniors mm-hmm. and uh, uh, that's um, that's something that I think is, is a very special uh, calling and gift and ministry. And uh, if you're not looking at it that way, you probably ought not to be in senior care, right?
3: You're, you're exactly right. It's uh, it's a lot. It's hard work, and uh, in the midst of hard work, it is so rewarding. It is just incredible to see. Uh, I, I got I call them love letters. You know, my residents from time to yeah. time send me letters and notes you know, Dear Mr. Sapaw, And, of course, they can't spell your name correctly. (laughs) And uh, that's half of the joy of receiving a letter.
1: There will be a quiz on spelling (laughs) Sapaw. Exactly. (laughs) But, you know, I get these letters, and they
3: start telling me about what's going on in our facility and and how wonderful it is and how, you know, the letter that I read today, the the sweet lady, she wrote, and she said, "Uh, Dear Mr. Don, I've been here for... Over seven years, over seven years, Mm. and they have been the most wonderful years of my life. And she went on to point out specific things, the little things. It's not the food, it's not the housekeeping, but it's the minute things that I completely overlook, uh, but, but I don't take for granted. And that reward that you get from seeing that you've had an impact in somebody's life it's just really very difficult to quantify the true value of
1: that. Yeah. By the way, the value of seniors is so well expressed in Psalm 92, verses 12 through 16, 15. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age. Love those words. They will stay fresh and green proclaiming the Lord is upright, he is my rock, there is no wickedness in him. Uh, seniors can have a ministry, can't they, Don?
3: Absolutely. Uh, you know, our residents are actively involved in, in a multitude of ministry. For example, those who really are fairly high-functioning, uh, you know, they get actively involved in the local church that provides shepherd work at our facility. You know, we always have a church that is directly responsible for ministering to our residents, but we have typically 25 or 30 churches actively involved. So we have an opportunity for our our seniors, our residents, to be involved in the lives of that church. But you know what? I I saw just recently at at one of our properties, uh, a church group showed up, and there were probably, I would say, seven or eight-year-olds. And they came to our facility, about a dozen of them, and they were just doing some sort of arts and crafts with our residents. And to see our residents sitting down with these seven- and eight-year-olds, and they were drawing and painting, and I forget what else they were all doing, but they were working together. And you see this this you know uh, group of yeah. older adults and little children yeah. playing together. You know what? I can tell you our seniors were ministering to those seven- and eight-year-olds.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Encouragement for You with Don Hawkins, host of Encouragement Live Radio and author of over 25 books, including Never Give Up and Master Discipleship Today. You can find more about Don and his books at encouragementlive.org. Encouragement for You is a production of Encouragement Communications with the Salem Web Network and LifeAudio.com. Editing by Phil Gebers, production by Elizabeth Andrade. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us.
1: Let me take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on Encouragement for You. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more.
0: Stay encouraged and join us next time for encouragement for you. Hello, my name is Adam Comer and I'm Ryan
2: Chittister. And we're the host of Life After Addiction Podcast. If you or someone you love struggles with addiction, check us out, Life After Addiction Podcast, and you can subscribe at lifeaudio.com.